Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, excuse me, what's today's Chef Special? Welcome to Chef Special, the podcast that brings you the world of food and beverage with facts and information that challenge the status quo. Hello everyone, I'm your host Patrick Honeywell with Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network, your best food destination choice. Okay, today's special guest is Christoph Fate, executive pastry chef at MGM's beautiful Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Chef Christoph's amazing history in pastry began in France, where his early years included time as pastry chef de partie for the French Prime Minister before coming to the States. In 2013, Christoph was voted USA Top 10 Pastry Chef and was also selected for the Team USA Coupe de Monde de la Pâtisserie. In 2017, Chef Christophe was chosen to be team captain for the Team USA at the World Cup in Lyon, France. Today, Chef Christophe oversees the pastry operations of Mandalay Bay's 3,200-room hotel and the adjoining 2 million square foot Mandalay Bay Convention Center, the fifth largest convention center in the United States. Hey, Chef Christophe, how are you today? Hello, Patrick. Very good, thank you. Good, good. Thank you for being on the show today. I'm really excited to have you. Yes, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, you have a wonderful background. And, and uh, actually, I think I've known you for maybe maybe five years, six years, when I first met you a while ago. Yes, about that six years, yeah. Yeah, Mandalay Bates. So I'm really, really happy to have you here. So l- why don't we start first? I'm sure the listeners would love to hear a little bit about your story, how you got started in pastry, and, and then take it from there. Go ahead. Sure. So, uh, pastry world, it's, uh, actually it's, uh, come from way back in my hometown in France. My, mm-hmm. um, my parents, uh, used to own, uh, a pastry shop. Um, and my father used to be, uh, used to have that pastry shop for uh, about 30 years. And, um, and that's why I guess I, what we say in French, I was born in a flower, I guess. Um, <laughs> I was um, I was in the middle of that uh, uh, that field and uh, grew up with. Uh, didn't want to do that job at all because I was seeing how my father was doing and so and so. But ended up to be doing that job because I realized that this is a wonderful thing to do. So you worked with your fa- at your family's business, and then uh, when I was looking through your history a little bit, uh, I believe at one point you uh, transitioned over to work with the prime minister in 1991. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, before that, I moved a little bit around in, in, in France. I did my apprenticeship with a classic apprenticeship, you know, a different play for two years. Uh-huh. And after that, I went to uh, uh, all the way down south of France and worked as a worker for two more years in a good, 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 very well-known pastry shop. Mm-hmm. And then went work for uh, did my military service. Mm, got you. Okay. So, but it was, it, it was, it was a, uh, I was lucky enough to end up to be in the kitchen, the prime minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it, it was fantastic experience, you know, only doing the best, you know, working with some very young, um, like me at that time, um, uh, cook or baker that mm-hmm. was coming from uh, two, three, three star Michelin. Uh, so it was a very high hand, wow. high hand food. Every day mm-hmm. for the prime minister, his entourage, uh, mm-hmm. serve many uh, uh, political uh, personage, you know, people from actually also USA, from all over the world. It was a very interesting experience for sure. Hmm. 
Very interesting. And then from there, chef, you, uh, I think you got one of, what was your diploma that you got your diploma in after that? So after that, uh, I did my classic uh, uh, apprenticeship, you know, to get a degree. And after that, uh, went at that time was the highest degree was I did my uh, brevet de maîtrise. It's a master in wow. that field that mm. allowed you to uh, teach in college mm. uh, and so and so and so. And then so from there, what, what was your next move? Because I know you ended up in Boston in the United States. So what happened prior to coming? What made you decide to come out here? Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I guess I was, uh, like I said earlier, you know, we, uh, we grew up in a family with my father be, uh, had a bakery. So I guess, you know, the, the line supposed to be for me to, to take over after getting retired. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I ended up to be meeting my, fa my wife. She was also in a culinary field hmm. and um, uh, was in Boston. And after five years uh, of, living together in France, you know, we decided to mm -hmm. move um, to Boston where she grew up. Mm, okay. Interesting. Very nice. Very nice. So then you got, you came to Boston and where did you go or, or what did you start working when you first came out? So I started to work on a very small, again, at that time, very well-known hotel called the Bostonian hotel. Mm -hmm. It was a chef with James B award. Um, mm. Um, I guess I can see his name. He was, uh, he, before it was Jasper White. And from there, uh, people kind of like look at me and I moved to Le Meridian Hotel in Boston as well, a financial district. And from there, for a season, also uh, took me under his wing. And I worked for uh, at the hotel for a season for about three years. Mm. That's a great, uh, great background. I mean, you worked at some beautiful properties and, and uh, excellent experience. And you were already a master at that point. So I'm sure they were very happy to have you. Yes. Yeah. They were actually was a, uh, mostly for, uh, for, uh, for cinema as well. What they were looking for has that European experience being mm -hmm. match up with a American uh, touch as well. That's why. Now, let me ask you something, Chef. I know that, uh, I mean, you're really, you're a master of chocolate. It's one of your, you know, specialties. And I, I believe that I was uh, reading somewhere that you had some time in, or spent some time in Hawaii. Tell us about that. Yes. So, uh, so what happened is after uh, being Boston for seasons, they sent me over to a, uh, on a big island at the Four Seasons as well to work over mm. there for five years. And a uh, beautiful island. Uh, full of uh, history and experience in, in food. Um, and, and some of them was in uh, discovering, you know, uh, uh, vanilla beans. They, were gr they grow their own vanilla beans down there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, which is very unique. Mm -hmm. um, see how that work, how is is it come from an orchid, so and so the way they do, you know, uh, it was a fantastic experience, and, and the beans himself, it's, 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 it's fantastic. Also, mm. as well, they, that's the only place in the United States there where they grow uh, cocoa, uh, cacao, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, the cocoa, the, the pod uh, mm -hmm. from the tree himself and, and manufacture and so on. So that's the only place in the United States where they fully, physically grow the chocolate to from mm. the the, the beans, I will say, to the, um, to the product himself. Well, that's it. So you worked in uh, Ancona for, did you say five years? Yep, it's about that, five years. In I Kona. didn't know. I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, my cousin Angelica just moved back, and 
I visit, I love Kona, the big island. It's amazing. And people are amazing. And um, I visited a very small farm long ago um, that did a mix of things. So they had some of the vanilla bean. The first time I've seen it green before it was uh, aged and saw some of the, the pods. And that was interesting in the, in the coffee bean. So, wow, you have a very rich experience. Yes, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. People don't imagine, you know, as lucky people are when they live down there or as a chef, you live down there, you walk mm -hmm. on the street, you know, you can pick up a fresh avocado, a fresh mango from the tree on your backyard. I mean, papaya. Mm -hmm. I was going my backyard, you know, uh, passion, passion fruit himself. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, all, you know, pineapple, all kind of stuff. It's, yeah, and it's ripe. I think ripe. It's ripened before they pick it, so it's there's so much flavor. And when you mention avocados, I have to say the first avocado I saw at a stand there with my cousin, uh, I thought it was a small watermelon. It was so huge, you know. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> so um, moving from there, and it could have been during that period in 2013, you were voted the top in the top ten pastry chefs uh, in USA. So that I think 2013. Yes, yes, yes. So what? So how do they let you know? I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, uh, well, I, I, at that time, I kind of moved a little bit uh, from Hawaii to Las Vegas. I did a few competitions. Mm -hmm. It was a lot, of, a lot of things happening during that time. And uh, I guess some people was, uh, the way they work, you know, your colleague, your pair, but that's which is the most amazing thing, I think. It's mm -hmm. people that you feel recognize you. And mm -hmm. um, and you don't know until they call you uh, and say and they say hey I want to invite you uh, uh, in New York you know uh, with uh, the ceremony it's going to be happening in two weeks you are organized one of the best pastry chefs so it's a very uh, very nice nice um, experience and uh, a great thing to happen to yourself definitely and you know you you mentioned that, that time was very busy 2013 huge year. Uh, for you, you got voted top 10 USA pastry chefs. Uh, I believe you were selected for the Team USA Coupe de Monde de la Patisserie, I think, also in 2013. Yes, correct. I uh, I got selected actually a little bit earlier and when in 2011, and for two years, you uh, um, you you uh, with your team uh, that will represent the United States mm -hmm. for the World Pastry World Cup in France. Mm -hmm. You worked towards that in 2013. I went down to France. We, we, did, we did good. Hmm. We didn't hit the podium, but we were extremely close. Over, over uh, to hit the podium, over like 8,000, 10,000 points. We got 7,000 points, and we were missing 30 points. Oh, to, wow, that's to, to close. Hit, yes, very close. Yeah, so, that's so. amazing. That's amazing, Chef. And then, then also in 2013, I believe that was the year you actually started at Mandalay Bay. Resort that's casino. Right. That's right. So, so during that time, we do the competition. When I came back, you know, uh, Mandala Bay approached me, and they want me to be part of the team uh, to uh, uh, to be the pastry chef at Mandala Bay. And uh, right after, uh, it was actually uh, five days after I came back from France for the competition. I just started at Mandala mm. Bay, so it was a very mm -hmm. busy time of the year in, in life for myself. Boy, I, I would say, and you know, Mandalay Bay Resort Casino, I love Mandalay Bay. Um, MGM Group has some amazing properties, and I think Mandalay Bay has always been one of my favorites. In fact, uh, my wife and I went there. Uh, we were going to stay there, and it turned out it was sold out, so we stayed at um, 
Uh, what's the one next to it that's adjoining? I think they changed the name. Delano? A Delano, yes. Still the Delano. Okay. Yeah. And that was a beautiful, beautiful. And just outside at the time, they had a pastry case and I saw some of your products, but I don't know if it's still there anymore. But I thought, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. It was you the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, so then now you find yourself working at Mandalay Bay. Um, executive pastry chef, it's a very large property. So many rooms, a lot of banquet space, uh, huge responsibility. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your responsibilities there as the executive pastry chef? It is a big property. What I am in charge of, you know, some of it is, is overseeing, of course, uh, Mandalay himself as, as, a, uh, as a pastry chef. I'm uh, overseeing also, like you said, uh, when you stay at Delano as well, we're taking care of all the food and beverage over there. Um, and, um, but overall, it's, it's a very well-known uh, hotel for convention, but not only that, but you know, for that. Uh, we do have a, um, a uh, diversified you know, uh, uh, outlet regarding you know, banquets, regarding restaurants, nightclubs, we have we have one of the biggest beach uh, at Mandalay Bay that people can go there. You know, I'm doing uh, one of the things I was doing like recently was a uh, five thousand people party at the beach. It's it's it's, uh, it's it's a beautiful beach. You know, that's the only one of them. It is a beautiful beach. I did see that. Yes, and uh, and you know we have also a wedding chapel. We have a, uh, you know, providing, you know, all the wedding cakes for restaurant, all the restaurant in Mandalay Bay. Um, and uh, if they want a wedding cake, mm -hmm. uh, they can go uh, do that. Um, mm. It's a lot of inspiration also regarding room service, a restaurant. Uh, I do amenities also. It's all, it's all different, you know, um, mm -hmm. type of, uh, of work we do down there. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say that once when I visited you, um, there was a lot, there were some big parties going on, but I, I was going to ask you about if you still have time to do showpiece, because I think, I think you had a huge motorcycle and I know you're a motorcycle buff and it was, I think it was out of chocolate. And then you had some, I think you shared a photo or two. I didn't get to see them in person, but it, they were, I think baby violins, amenity plates. It was crazy. Beautiful. Yes, we we uh, so so we do we do showpiece, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, some some of them, and my direction is more chocolate. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, we did. Uh, I already uh, did a most a full size Harley Davidson motorcycle, uh, uh, nineteen uh, the nineteen sixty vintage style, all wow. in chocolate. Mm -hmm. It was it was amazing. <laughs> it was. Uh, I remember. <laughs> And uh, I did, you know, we do also for VIP also, uh, you know, it could be 3,000 people. We did uh, for that one, you were talking about the violin. It was for a, uh, a Grammy Award. Every year we have a Grammy Award, uh, Latin Grammy Award. And uh, that's one of the plated chocolate plates. So that's the kind of stuff that we do. And what we do, we, we do uh, for the WNBA people when they come over from Dalai Bay, I do... Uh, showpiece is related you know to basketball uh, it's it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun you know it speaks volumes about how great you are at Mandalay Bay that it's chosen you know for the Latin Grammys and these huge events because they have a lot of different uh, you know facilities they can look to so they really check it out you know the meeting planners go 
you know, for our listening audience, I know that they'll go and they'll, they'll speak with catering, they'll speak with the rooms. Um, they look at everything very closely before they decide on which property and, you, and your property with you get, you get chosen a lot. So it's, it says a lot about you and the team there. Yes. Yes. I cannot speak, uh, good enough of, of my team. It is no way that, you know, for this kind of volume and this kind of property, mm-hmm. uh, as good as I can be as an executive pastry chef, he cannot do that everything by himself. So mm-hmm. uh, I have to say I'm, I'm very grateful and, and honored to work with my team um, that, that helped me to realize all these wonderful things for the, the guests. Now, at the pastry shop, you're, are you doing baked goods and pastries for banquets and restaurants or just for restaurants? How does that work? So, so we, we, as much as we are diversified in Mandalay Bay, you can have everything you want in one place. Um, mm-hmm. My main focus is, is convention, is banquets, okay. uh, home service, you know, making sure mm-hmm. the guests in the rooms are, you know, satisfied with the food for breakfast and so and so. I do mm-hmm. have some small shop, like you said, I got to take care of it. You know, mm-hmm. Delano and some right next to between Mandalay Bay and Four Seasons. They have also a small showcase with uh, coffee for the coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do provide food for two or three uh, uh, casual restaurants that belong to um, to Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the people, where they have a patanaya with a different chef, mm-hmm. they have their own chef and they. They, they, they work for, they create their own pastry, let's put it that way. But, but then again, when they need a birthday cake or wedding cake, you know, that's where we're coming in and we provide them the products. That makes sense. Now, Mandalay Bay, you can handle some huge uh, events, but you also have your own convention center. And I believe I read once that it's fifth busiest in the United States. Is that correct? Yes. Is that busy? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's one of the busiest one and it's one of the top in the United States. So it did um, it keep us busy. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, and we for you to be handling all of that plus the Manly Bay, the the actual casino uh, resort is amazing. So that's fantastic. So when you look at this big property, I mean, I look at Manly Bay, and and they have the convention center adjoining. Um, what is, what are some of the biggest challenges in in handling so much volume? I don't know if you have a lot of. Uh, Banquets, BEOs that you look at and you say, oh my gosh, we're busy, but they're small or big, uh, or there could be just a lot of banquets. Um, what are the biggest challenges you face? Yeah, the challenge is, uh, is a positive challenge, because that mm-hmm. way it is. It is very, it's good. But, you know, you know we, we can serve uh, from 20 people to, uh, to 19,000 people. So, um, 19,000. That, that will be in one day. So the, the challenge is, you know, to have all these diversified groups sometime. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, 20 or 100, 300 people, 500 people. On the same time, 8,000 people and 4,000 there. And wow. so the challenge is to provide the food and with the quality, the quality we expect mm-hmm. and, and, and all these different places on Mandalay Bay. That is sometimes a challenge. Um, but, but, but it's a good challenge. It's, uh, it's very positive. So you have, uh, what would you say are the most requested desserts that you get, uh, or say most requested for lunch, and then what would be the most requested uh, for dinner? Whether it's a buffet, you know, it could be buffet or it could be plated. But let's say plated. Well, you know, uh, you know, the, the most plated is will be, it always will be, I believe, chocolate, uh, mm-hmm. because most of the people like chocolate. 
So mm -hmm. it is, you know, uh, that direction. And mm -hmm. after that, we do a lot of play with the chocolate in ourselves, you know, mm. adding some fruits, some, you know, whatever the, you know, we do a tasty muscle for most of the time for these uh, people. And that's what they, uh, they choose from. But um, it is, uh, it, I will say what we do is it's a mix of, I always try to do it, is take something, you know, uh, an American style and that, you know, and, and twist into European look as well. Mm -hmm. uh, because that please uh, the eye and the palate of the people, mm -hmm. I believe so. I think so too. You know, my background is, is French trained many, many years ago. And I think French is the best as far as, uh, you know, overall. But when you come to the U.S., you know, you could have a group saying, you know, give me something Italian, give me American, give me this. So you, but you always have your French influence, you know, to keep it in check, right? Yes, a little bit, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So what are some fond or rewarding memories working at Emanuele Bay? You know, uh, I'm, I'm going back to a little bit of this uh, award dinner. Um, mm -hmm. We come, we ask every uh, quite a bit for four or five years now. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, going to this room and see all these, um, all these, uh, you know, non well-known people and, and, and star, I guess, you know, can be mm -hmm. you know, in, in every direction as a star, you know, music star, so and so. And, mm -hmm. um, making dessert for these people and then and, and enjoying so much you know one of them you know was uh i think that one was the most funny one and and i think they all got a kick of it um i did one of the one of the nominated in one of the year had a uh, it was a picture of him all over with you know he's holding a microphone on so i did a um a um a sample it can be it could be very tricky i did a uh a very small on the stand. Uh, it was about like I would say half foot, you know, microphones on the stand. Hmm. Other people all in chocolate. So the tricky part was holding those <laughs> small sticks of mm -hmm. the stand on the microphone. Mm -hmm. And the front part was they didn't know, but you can take of course the microphone and take them out from the plate and like um, like be like more like a singer. So when that when that artist came on the stage. They all took the phone from that plates. They all stood up and started to sing with him. That was a no way. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. That's a great memory. So, you know, in 2017, I believe you were the coach of the USA uh, World Cup team. So you did the 2013, but then you were chosen or uh, selected to be the coach. What an, what an honor that is. Yes. Yes. It was, you know, the... Uh, they, uh, I think they, they look at who, how I did, how I perform, you know, because it's all about the team. It's not about only the individual, it's about mm -hmm. the team, it's not about the things. And mm -hmm. they, uh, the president of the call me one day, asked me if I want to be part of the, of the team as a coach with another person. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, and I say, yes, you know, it's, um, it was a great honor. It was, it was, it's always good. I think that's my belief in my heart, you know coaching, teaching people, giving back mm -hmm. what, you, what you learn yourself. Um, and, uh, it was a long, good commitment. And you take two years, you got to fly one hour. I mean, we have to fly uh, one, once a month to uh, Chicago, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was good. It was a very good, uh, good time. Good, uh, you meet people, you do all kind of good stuff. Now, so in the competitions, Chef, uh uh, Christoph, do you do, is it uh, chocolate and then sugar and then maybe pasta large or not, but then you have to make a cake and maybe some 
mini pastries. What what's in the competition? Yeah, so it is a uh, it is a twelve hours, eleven hours, sorry, eleven hour competition, and it is made of uh, three people. One do uh, ice carving. Everything mm-hmm. is live. During that time, you start from scratch, pretty much mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. end. You have to make a uh, one will be be making uh, uh, will be doing ice carving mm-hmm. uh, and uh, frozen entremet. Another one will will do it doing a chocolate showpiece and a uh, a uh, chocolate cake. And another one will be doing a uh, chocolate a sugar piece with a uh, plated uh, twelve plated dessert. Um, so everything is timing. Uh, everything is uh, is is t- you have twelve hours. You have a total of twenty two teams over two days. Or the first days that you get eleven eleven teams, eleven uh, people from different from all over the world, different countries, mm-hmm. and everything is based on timing. So you are is a very specific time. We have to show your uh, your entremet when you have to show your I mean your cake when you have to show your uh, Plated dessert, your frozen dessert, everything is about timing and efficiency. Yeah, timing and want to talk about a lot of pressure. Wow, that's amazing. So I have another question for you, Chef. So uh, your family, you're at home, let's say you invite somebody over uh, to eat uh, and you're going to make pastry. So, you know, sometimes people have a lot of expectations, you know, from a world-class pastry chef, but you might just want to make something simple. What is your go-to dessert at home? And maybe tell the audience a little bit of a simple way or tips on how to how to make something like that. Yes, you know it's funny how, how you say that because when I when I'm home, you know, uh, I don't uh, I work all day with with pastry, with sweet sweet uh, dessert, with food in general. So when mm-hmm. I'm home and uh, and I have a guest, I make something very simple, homey. Um, not not a long time ago, I I did make um, um, a uh, a strawberry lemon uh shortcake uh mm. very shortcake you know when mm-hmm. i made everything from scratch very simple very homey style that again like i said earlier that people can enjoy and recognize you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i put a little bit of a uh a fresh uh, a fresh uh, time on the top of it give nice. it a twist mm-hmm. um, but you know that you know that's the kind of stuff i would do i want to make something very comfortable so we know we're not too uh easy to eat at home and and, and everybody's comfortable so for the strawberry shortcake on the on the shortcake part are you doing a like an english shortcake or are you doing a sponge genoa what type what do you use for the white cake well i just make a classic strawberry shortcake you know just flour mm-hmm. sugar a little bit of some fresh lemon zest inside mm-hmm. uh, a tiny bit of thyme um and some uh, soda and just put it in the oven uh, make roll cut baked in the oven at 350 and make as fresh as possible Mm-hmm. Cut and a half. Use the juice from the berries. Uh, make a little bit of syrup and soak them and and put that on. Sometimes I use a little bit of so of uh, uh, orange blossom. Depend the time of the year. It mm-hmm. give all kind of different flavor and fun a little bit. Not uh, not straightforward. Rhubarb, you know. I made mm-hmm. I remember way back in Boston. We used to make this local strawberry and rhubarb, you know, from the farmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why it stuck in my mind. I guess. And voila, super, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sounds awesome. So um, uh, before we close uh, today, I wanted to ask you if people want to uh, reach out to you or to uh, Mandalay Bay, uh, maybe you could share 
uh, an Instagram account, Mandalay Bays, or yours? Uh, because I know people want to get a hold of you or maybe check out the property a little bit. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. So the, you, you can go on Mandalay, on Mandalay Bay Hotel. Um, mm -hmm. And they are all different type of um, website and mm -hmm. information and how you can reach out different peoples. You can even, really, if you really want to speak to me for a different reason, you can even mm -hmm. ask for my uh, personal you know, uh, line mm -hmm. uh, and they will transfer to, to me. That sounds great. And I know that you and I are friends on Facebook, Christoph Fate. F-E-Y-T, but you, if you get some requests and you say, oh, no, that darn Patrick, he started telling people to check my Facebook. It's okay. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. You can also reach out that way and send me a messenger. So I'd like to thank you for, for doing the show today. Christoph. It's, it's just really been a pleasure to have you, and uh, I hope that uh, the rest of your day goes great. Okay, thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, and remember, we are available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on your social accounts. If you have any favorite topics or special guest requests, please let us know. You can find our contact information in the show notes, and be sure to like, comment, and share the show with your friends. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.